Welcome to JBU Lead, where women in ministry talk about leading with wisdom and devotion. I'm your host, Terry Herndon, and today we're talking about following Jesus even when you don't want to. I'm here with a dear friend and national leader of influence, Rita DeBose. Welcome, Rita. Hey. Hey, it's so good to have you. Thanks for having me. So before we jump into topic, tell us a little bit about yourself. Like, I know you come from a humongous family. I do. I was, first of all, I was born in Wisconsin, so cold weather. Um, And then my mom and dad uh, decided to have 17 children. And I'm, I'm number 16 out of those 17. One mom, one dad. One bathroom, just saying. The bathroom issue. I know. it was, And out of those 17, 11 of them were girls. Wow. Mm-hmm. Again, so, the bathroom mm-hmm. issue. That's I amazing. Um, if you can highlight for us just a few of uh, your ministry highlights along the way. Okay. Uh, well, first of all, when Rick and I got married, uh, we were both serving the Lord, and I knew we were called into ministry. Rick knew we were called into ministry also, but he tended to want to be a good deacon in a church, ah. mm-hmm. and which I was fine. I just knew God had to take care of that situation. So we decided to take a youth pastorate um, position because my husband thought that at least that would get God off his back. <laughs> well, during that time, he found out I really am called to do this, and um, it became a very natural task for him. And, of course, I loved it. I loved being in the ministry. And from there, we pastored a church in East Texas. And um, we were there for three years. And then we went on to um, the Dallas area. Um, and we pastored there for 18 years. Wow. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. I mean, it, it had ups and downs. And, um, you know, just like everybody else, when you start out with a small church, um, he preaches and the pastor's wife does everything else. So, yeah. you know. Funny how that happens. I, I know. <laughs> so, but it was, it was um, a very important time in our life and our growing that took place during those, I believe, is what got us to where we are today. Okay. So, so how did you get to where you are today? Yeah, that's um, called being obedient. <laughs> Okay. Well, you for when you were pastoring, and then you Rick was elected as superintendent. Yes, he was well. First, he or, was elected as um, assistant. Okay. And um, we were assistants for two years, thinking, you know, that's probably where we would stay for a while because the other superintendent had only been there two years. But then we found ourselves two years later. He felt like he needed to step down, and then we were elected as superintendent. So, and this is in what district? In North Texas. And um, so we ended up in the district office for a total of 12 years. Okay. And, um, and what ended that? Okay. <laughs> we were, um, you know, just like anybody else, headed to general counsel and um, just anticipating being with friends and having fun and our whole family was going our grandkids were going so we were looking forward to you know being with them and um all of a sudden um dr wood felt like he needed to step down which caused doug clay 
to be elected as superintendent. And the next thing we knew, there's our name for treasurer. Totally unexpected. <laughs> Thinking, how did they even know our name? And uh, <laughs> how did that get up there? And um, But we walked away going, well, it's not going to be us. There's, It's not going to happen. And uh, matter of fact, my daughter... We told our children, "Be you're fine. It's we're we're not going anywhere." I mean, we actually said those words. We're not going anywhere. We're gonna stay in North Texas. You know that moment where everything is running smoothly. Yes. And you think, why would God take you out of something that's running so good? Right. And and so we went to bed that night saying. Okay, tomorrow we're going to tell them, take our name off the list. Okay, and then? And then I got up the next morning. Um, I mean, I will say I slept great that night because we both agreed we were taking our name off the list. <laughs> so you were like, whew, okay, yeah, done. It's over. Night, night. <laughs> I'm going home having my porch screened in and I'm building a pool. You know? it's Because like, you had just built your house. We just built our house. It was only two years old. It was supposed to be... Our retirement home, so I put everything in it that I would want, and um, which is, you know, God's funny, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> so the next morning, I I get up. Um, Rick had had gone downstairs to have his devotions, and I was upstairs, and all that was ringing in my mind was, "We're not doing this. We're not doing this," and God took me to Isaiah. 55, and um, and there's that scripture that says, um, your ways are not my ways. Mm. And um, I was like, but God, could you come down to my way? Mm. Because this sure would make life easier if you would come down to what I desire. You know, you always said you'd give them the desires of your heart. You did. It's in there. Um, but I knew, I knew. And um, so when Rick came up, I seen his face and I said, we're leaving our name up. And he said, yes. And um, I said, okay, God, as hard as this is, it's more important to be obedient. Mm. And, um, but with that being said, we both looked at each other and said, but there are three other people on that list that are more qualified than us. So, we're going to be okay. I mean, we really said, God just wants us to leave our name in there just so we can say we were obedient. Mm. And then he's going to elect one of these other men and we'll be fine. <laughs> so when that vote came back yeah, and it was not one of those other wasn't. names that were on the list. And what's crazy is, is my family and my grandchildren are all sitting in front of me and there's their dad and their papa's name up there that says we will be the new general treasurer and my grandboys at that point turned around with tears in their eyes and said oh. Mima, please don't go oh <laughs> and then they called me up on stage <laughs> <laughs> they sure did <laughs> after i had to try to calm my boys down from crying and then begging and i went oh now i have to go on stage and if y'all remember those pictures that were all over Facebook. They were. 
Yeah. But what I remember is the now famous speech that was given. I know. Rick gave his speech, and then he turned to you, as I remember it, and said, do you want to say anything? And kind of stuck the microphone, you know, like in your face, how that happens from time to time, and you are, like, stuck with, okay. And then what came out of your mouth as all these thousands of people were just waiting with anticipation of what is Rita going to say? She and says, I hope you enjoy your commute. <laughs> <laughs> and part of me was serious. <laughs> I know, I know, as your friend, I know. <laughs> you had your home, your grandbabies who, and your family, yeah. which are an integral part of your life. It wasn't it like was. just an occasional yeah. thing, and they're sitting there asking you to not leave, and oh, the pull of a mama's and a grandma's heart. Mm-hmm, and I... You know, there were moments where I thought I could, I could run, I I really could, mm. um, and everybody would understand because they knew where I was coming from. But I had to keep going back to that scripture of His ways are far more better than my ways. Yeah, and I had to walk in that, and um, so it was a it was a big transition, and. Um, you know, I probably put more out on Facebook than maybe I should have. <laughs> well, I actually really enjoyed your post because um, as your friend, being able to to see that process, um, I thought was very insightful. And I've, I've mentioned to you before that I, I started calling them the Psalms of Rita because um, like the writers of Psalms, the Psalms, you were vulnerable and you were honest and you shared your struggles at the same time. Um, you shared your hope in the, in the situation in the midst of your struggles. Um, would you mind sharing one with us? Sure. This was um, from several months of already living in Springfield and um, I had wrote and I had taken a picture of these little tiny handprints. And hopefully I'm going to read this without crying. I remember um, this one. Yeah. And, um, I, and on there, um, I said they were the marks of my grandkids being with me this week. And as I was about to wash them off, God in his perfect timing spoke to my heart. He reminded me that my life has his handprints <clears throat> all over me. Yeah. They were not... Maybe they weren't visible, but his hands have guided my whole life, in which they have. He's never, he's never forsaken me, and he's never left me. It may not have been easy, but I always knew he was right there. Mm. And, and obedience doesn't mean things are easy. It just means you should follow God, because in the outcome of it, you're going to find your purest joy out of being obedient. And... Um, he led me through that in his hands. They're still still guiding me. Yes. Two and a half years into this, he's still guiding me. That's awesome. So what would you say, Rita, was the turning point from following Jesus in obedience? Because you did move to Springfield. I did You move did to go with your hubby to Springfield. Um, and that turning point from following Jesus in obedience to embracing his leading. I think for me, it wasn't a moment that just clicked. Like, whoa, I get it, you know. I think it was, again, 
daily, seeing it daily, walking it day by day, mm. walking it out day by day, um, the ups and the downs that I was having emotionally, just walking it out day by day, always going back to that quiet place. And it's so cool that God allows you to say and speak to him the way that, you know, I wouldn't want maybe the whole world to know, but um, he lets us be ourselves in his presence. He wouldn't want yes. anything else. He's already knows how we're feeling, so why right? not share? Right, And yeah. so it was just that process of just walking with him day in and day out saying, okay, God, it's another day. I don't know what today's going to bring, but I'm here. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stand here because I don't know what else to do. What's that scripture? When you've done all you can do, just stand. That's kind of where I was at. I don't know what else to do. Yeah. I'm just going to stand and believe that you're going to show me the next mm. step. And so I just, it wasn't like a moment of aha, but it was just a gradual day by day. This is what I need to do. And isn't that a lot of, of well, I, I guess... Uh, Mostly how things work is it is a process. It's yeah. not always the aha moments, which I think I would like to have a few more of those, sure. just those instant, uh, you know, instantaneous things, but it is the process of, of getting there. Um, what would you say to the woman who is facing a really big ask from mm -hmm. God right now? I think, first of all, you have to know that what God is asking you is God. Mm. I mean, sometimes I think we jump too quickly um, and we think, but God, I thought you would, you were in this. I really, you know, and, and God's going, well, I am, but maybe the timing's not correct. Or yes, I birthed this in your spirit, but make sure my timing's correct. Mm. Make sure it's in line with what I'm, I'm doing in your life at that moment. And because um, sometimes we do, we tend to see the big picture but we forget there is a process to get to that big picture. Yes. And um, you don't just jump to it. And so I think just making sure you know. And in order to make sure you know, it's those quiet times. You, you know, um, to be obedient. Once, once you've told God, yes, I'm going to be obedient, you don't give up your quiet time. Mm -hmm. Because in yeah. walking in obedience um, and, and sticking to something where you think, oh, God, is this really you? Why, why would you take me out of this comfort zone to put me in something that it's not comfortable, God? Yeah. And um, but He's faithful, and through that obedience, there's such a release that comes to your spirit that you didn't even realize all of these other things come along with it. Mm, that's the good. growing process that yeah. comes with it by just being obedient and walking in that. So. Don't give up your quiet moments. Don't. I mean, it's vital. It's vital to any Christian woman. It's vital to leaders especially can be so led astray by so many distractions. Mm, yeah. And all of the things coming at you that if you don't stop and say, Whoa, I need these moments of just being with you, God. If you don't take those, you're going to find yourself pretty chaotic. Well, and Jesus himself took those moments often that he went away 
to spend time with his father. Yes, and he did. I'm reminded um, of the story of, of Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane, where he was walking in obedience to what the father was asking of him to do. But he wrestled. He yes. wrestled with God. And we see that that humanity in Jesus in wrestling and saying, you know, Lord, if there is another way other than me having to go to the cross, mm-hmm. I would much rather take that. Thank you very much. Um, but nevertheless, yes. not my will, but Lord, I want your will to be done. And that yes. is the, you know, the, the being obedient and the quiet time, you know, together. And sometimes that quiet time can be kind of loud. Sure. In the wrestling match. Yep, it can but be. what I love about that is the lesson that we learn is that wrestling with God is an important process to yes. aligning our will to his. Amen. It very much is. And I have wrestled for, it probably took me, I won't lie, it probably took me two years of wrestling with God to come to grips with what he's asked us to do. It just, I never saw this. You know, I, I didn't see it. I didn't, I didn't ask. I, I never prayed, oh God, please let me go to the national office. I never <laughs> prayed that prayer. But when he says, yes, now's the time. Woo, yeah, we had, we had some words. <laughs> <laughs> and Isn't it, it great that we have, from, that David gives us the permission, and so many uh, in scripture that have wrestled with God, yeah. that we have that permission, but they stick in it. Right. You know, we have to stick in it just like you did in the Psalms of Rita. And I so appreciate that. I appreciate your time with us this uh, for these few minutes, Rita. And I would ask if you wouldn't mind just praying, um, if we can close in prayer. And if you wouldn't mind just praying over the ones that are listening, that especially for those that are at this moment struggling and wrestling with God over what whatever it is that he's asking them to be to do or sure. to go or um, and it's a bit uncomfortable for them right now. Yeah, okay. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you that you, Lord Jesus, see every part of our being. And you, Lord God, also walk with us during those times that we may be, you know, feeling a little uncertain about it. Um, we may be feeling uncomfortable about it. But God, you are so faithful that you remind us at moments that we didn't even see coming that you are right there with us. And God, you show us in the small things that you are right there. And God, I pray these women, Lord Jesus, that might be facing something that they just don't understand, God, that you would just give them grace. And Father, you would just love them through this. And Father, let them know that following you is so much more important and God, that they would just look at it as a day-to-day event with you. Yes. And Father, that they would feel your presence and your peace and your love, and that they would feel your hands on them like I've felt your hands on me many times, God. And I pray, Lord, that they would feel that right now at this moment. Yes, and I thank you, Lord Jesus, for you are faithful. And I'm thankful, God, because of your obedience, I'm a better person today than I was two Mm. years ago. Mm. And they will be too, Lord Jesus, because so many things are taught walking through obedience. And I thank you, Lord Jesus. I thank you for these ladies that are listening. And Father, just 
be with them, Lord God, and let them feel your presence in your precious name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Rita. And thank you, ladies, for joining with us as we continue to talk about leading with wisdom and devotion in our next podcast episode. God bless you. Have a great day. Goodbye.